Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. Spear. Welcome, everyone, to another episode with our Daily Creed podcast show. And today, I have a special guest named Justin Schink. He is an entrepreneur, speaker, and the host of the top-rated podcast, The Growth Now Movement. He has been named a top eight uh, podcaster to follow by Inc. Magazine, featured in Thrive Global, and chosen as an icon influencer in the new media space. Welcome, Justin. Thank you so much for joining me on, on uh, today's episode. Jared, thank you so much, man. I'm, I'm honored to sit down and have a conversation. And then, like I always say, I hope I say one or two things that makes a difference in somebody's life. That, that's the goal, but it could go off the rails and we really don't know. So, so it'll be fun. Yeah. Well, no, you, you definitely piqued my interest when I you know, saw that you were doing a podcast, you're doing live events, and you're making an impact and, and gaining a community influence. So anyone that, you, that is attracting and building a community and making an impact especially in other entrepreneurs' lives, it's people that I want to connect with because like, man, this person would be great for our show, but they, they also are doing something right to gain some value. So uh, to me, it's definitely an honor to have people like you on here. So uh, to kind of get started, what I like to do is like, take us back to a little bit about your history uh, before you got into podcasts, before you got into doing what you're doing that led you to where you're at today? Yeah, man. So that's a really good question. And, and when I think about my life trajectory, I definitely shouldn't be where I am now, right? Like if I, if I rewound back to high school, um, I would say if there's a senior superlative for least likely to succeed, it would have been me. I mean, I found myself with a 1.7 GPA. My mom was in the middle of a 20-year opioid battle and my dad was in jail. And so if you look at that, all signs pointed to you've got no shot, kid. Um, and as a matter of fact, society says, if, if you have a parent who's an addict, you have 50% chance of being an addict. If you have a parent who's in jail, you have 50% chance of ending up in jail. Um, and when you do that math, I'm 100% screwed, right? Like I've got, yeah. I've got no shot. Uh, and I was lucky enough at 19 years old to get a, a job in direct sales. And my, men, my mentor handed me a book called Who Moved My Cheese that changed my life forever. Uh, it introduced me to not only the idea that no matter what's happening around me, like change is always going to happen. The important part is how I react to that change. But then beyond that, the idea of self-development. I had no idea this entire world existed uh, before that moment. And so really from there on, I became a student. I became a student of life. I began to read books. And then once podcasts came around, I started listening to podcasts. And, um, and, and really, uh, it became a passion for me to learn. Uh, and what I realized was I ended up doing really well in the corporate world. I climbed the corporate ladder. I ended up in medical sales and medical sales management. And I was doing very, very well, um, but I wasn't fulfilled. And I always had this desire to get into entrepreneurship and build my own business and all those other things, but I didn't know how. Uh, as a matter of fact, I had three failed businesses, businesses over the course of about six years, uh, maybe seven years. Um, and I was like, clearly I'm doing something wrong. I didn't know what it was, but but I was like, I need to figure out how to do this better. And so I, I decided I wanted to do a podcast and I was going to pick the brains of entrepreneurs and figure out how they did it and then implement that into my life. I didn't know that the show was going to take off. I didn't know that it was going to become live events. I didn't know I was going to become a speaker, but I had the intention of learning. And actually what ended up happening was six months before I launched the show, uh, I had the worst day of my life. My mom ended up losing her battle to opioids mm. and that changed the entire director trajectory of my life. You see, I noticed that I was chasing what society said I should be chasing, which is the money, 
the cars, the girls, the house, all those things that, that said, once you have these things, you'll find happiness. Uh, but the reality was, I realized that life was so much more than that. It, was, it became about how do I find happiness even in my rock bottom moments? How do I find fulfillment in my life, even if my goals aren't attained? Uh, and how do I find self-love through the entire journey? And that's really what the show became about. And, and honestly, if, if I were to say why uh, the show was successful or has become successful. It's because I've really focused in on what I was passionate about, what I felt my purpose was. Uh, and I was super vulnerable throughout the whole entire thing. Uh, you know, the first two years of the podcast, if people go back and listen, uh, not only was I te- a terrible host, um, but really every single question I was asking was for me. Uh, you know, as I struggled through different parts of my life, whether it be in relationships or my wellness or business or spirituality, I would bring on experts and I'd pick their brains and I would start to implement these little things. And that was the game changer for me. Uh, and then obviously the show ended up taking off and, and I ended up building a bit, multiple businesses now around it. Uh, and I feel really, really blessed to, to be in the position I am now. Yeah, it's kind of cool that you're, the mess that you went through definitely woken you up to be able to get to where you're at today. And, and it's funny that you mentioned chasing money because in this space of entrepreneurship, especially in the coaching world, and the online space, that becomes the focus. And I was in that, that space for a long time. And uh, my, myself, we were, I was part of a mastermind. And in that mastermind, it was just always about the dollars. Like, okay, how much money did you make this month? What did you do? And I hit every goal. Like I ended up, I, I got the trophy up here on my desk to show that I made like the hundred thousand dollars a month and, and able to do it and, and, and to be able to get there. But like you said, there's no fulfillment with that and you kind of lose the focus of where it needs to be. But I think it's really cool that you went through all that, you recognized it, and now you're actually in it to serve and make an impact, which was a wake up for me. And that's something that I try to teach all of our clients is you, if you, you have to have the right motive and the right heart to be able to serve others. But part of, there's a process I teach called your C4 conversion process. And the second part is commit. And you got to commit to serve. So if you want to gain that trust of people, you have to commit to serve and nurture that relationship. Because a lot of times, your best clients aren't going to sign up with you the first day they meet you. They're going to sign up with you over a period of time of getting to know you and knowing that you can give them the value and the problem. So I, I think that's awesome. The other thing that you, you hit on really, really awesome or really good was you, you almost had like a selfish motive or reason for doing your podcast into like self-education for free. So you're getting all these high-end people on there to pick their brain and ask them questions that they typically won't even give to, to their paying clients, but you're inviting them to come on the show. It's like, man, I want to learn this specific thing from them. And then in your background, you know, people listening to this, they can't really see what's in there. But uh, I, I want to mention Craig Ballantyne because I actually hired him as a coach years ago. And he, he completely changed my life when it came to time management. I actually teach a lot of the system to our clients from what I gained from him. But does, but to hire him as a coach is is expensive. So bring him on your show to gain that value to be able to do so, man. That that's life changing. So if anyone's looking to do a podcast for a reason, you know, and you don't have any money to hire for a mastermind or a coach or anything like that, man, that's a great motive right there. So I absolutely love that. I didn't, I didn't never really thought about it that way, but I think I can be more intentional, even with our guests, to ask them different questions like that. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, all right, so you have like this lifelong journey. You know, your high school kind of get you to where you're going. And uh, you, you knew what you wanted to do. You launched your podcast and things like that. Give us a good overview about what you're doing and how you're changing people's lives. Yeah, man. So the, the first thing I want to say, I want to go back to something you talked about is how you know you took your mess and, and turned it into your message. Or you turned it into to everything that you built. The reality is we're all kind of a mess. Right. right. And then you mentioned making $100,000 a month and, you know, you hit these goals and these targets and you still kind of felt um, empty. The real, the reality is most people look at their goals or attaining their goals as the antidote for their symptoms. 
they they're looking at like, I have all these symptoms. I have all these things that I'm going through. I have all these self doubts. I have all these limiting beliefs. And they think once they reach the goals, they're going to have the answers. Um, the reality is like, look, you can go make a million dollars and I encourage you to go make a million dollars. Right. Uh, but the reality is once you hit that million, you're going to go, how do I make 10 million? Yeah. There's no end game in these goals, right? The goals become secondary to living the life that you that you want when you do the inner work. And so for me, it was really, it's been, it's been a journey about me doing the inner work and then, you know, fast forward to helping others do the inner work and overcoming their limiting beliefs. And, you know, to kind of overview everything that I do, it, it's funny. I, I began with a podcast, not really knowing what it was going to become and how the entrepreneurial journey started for me from a success standpoint was, Obviously, I had the success. People came to me and said, hey, can you help me with this? Uh, And I began helping people with their podcast from a coaching standpoint and helping them do it the right way. And then I started a production company. And then I really started skewing, talking more about branding, getting on stages, telling your story, uh, and, and sharing essentially your pain with the world, right? I always say that, you know, your wounds are for you to learn and your scars are to teach other people. And as a matter of fact, I'm a big believer that if you have scars and you've done the work and you've healed through them and you're not sharing your message, you're doing a disservice to the world. Um, And so I help people get their message heard, whether it's through the medium of podcasting, through getting on stages or just growing growing a social media following in order to to reach the masses and and make an impact in the world. Uh, And I do that multiple ways, whether it be through coaching, through group coaching, I'm launching a community finally uh, here in about a month. Uh, and then through my live event where I'm able to together in person to really go and make an impact in the world to go uh, and, and hopefully create, a, create a, an impact beyond me. Right. And, and so during this chat, I'm going to say the word impact a lot because it's kind of my word. Uh, I'm really, really big on making a positive impact in the world, whether it's through my message or through the messages of the people that I get to touch. Right. You know, I want to impact billions of lives. And the only way to do that is, is to help others then share their message. And so that's obviously in a nutshell. And then there's some other businesses that I'm partners in, but that all happened by chance and opportunity. Right. You talk about sitting down and having these conversations that I get to have through the podcast. Uh, what ends up happening is you build a friendship, which a lot of times then leads to opportunity. Uh, and so when it's in alignment with what I feel is my purpose, I say yes to it. Uh, some things fail, some things are are, are uh, net positive. And so that's really kind of where I live. But my passion is uh, helping people grow their their message, whether it be through podcasting or speaking or or building a brand. And I do that through either one-on-one coaching or, or group coaching. Um, and then we actually just instilled some, some smaller higher-end retreats and that's really kind of been a great adventure for me to to really explore because uh, to get to know them on such a deep level, to spend three or four days with somebody in a home and and dive into all their dirt and to help them work through it and then come up, come out on the other side uh, so much better. That's been a great passion of mine that I didn't know was going to happen, but COVID led us to doing retreats instead of these bigger events that now we can open up back, back up and do again. That's awesome. So you, I don't know if you're willing to even talk about, but you mentioned that you're launching a community uh, coming up soon. What what does this community look like? Yeah. So it's a growth now community um, and super entry level affordable. And and the reason I do that is because I, you know, five and a half, six years ago, I wasn't in a place where I could afford the high end stuff. Uh, so I make it super affordable. And, and then we really build a community and I, I and I love the term community because that's what's gotten me to where I am now, right? I can tell you it's consistency. I can tell you it's hard work. I can tell you it's hiring the coach. 
but it's really about the people I surround myself with and I'm making sure that we're all headed in the same direction. And so when I, when I talk community, it's really about bringing these individuals together to have them help each other, but then also to have some group coaching with me once a month. I'm going to bring in guest mentors. Like you mentioned, some of the people behind me, you'll see them as a guest mentor within the community. We'll do some networking. Uh, and then we have office hours where they get to do some hot seats, some Q&A and, and stuff like that. And so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really, really excited about the community. It's something that I've thought about for a long time and, and hesitated on and hesitated on. But I think the time is now because what we've seen over the last two and a half years with COVID and the the world shutting down and separation, people are more and more becoming reclusive in their lifestyle. And they think they can go it alone or they think that they can get all the answers through one Zoom call. Um, they've forgotten how powerful and how important being surrounded by the right people are. And so now is, I believe, is the right time for the Growth Now community to kind of finally culminate uh, and launch here next month. And I'm just really excited to see what it does. Well, I'm excited to learn more about it and hear, hear about it so I can uh, possibly be involved in some way. And I'm, I'm a lot like you when it comes to the community and, and stuff as well. And I use, uh, like, I, I don't know where you are in your faith, but I use like a church as a good model because why do people continue to go to church week after week or month after month, whatever it is? It's not necessarily because of the good word or anything like that. It's always because of the community and the people that are involved with there. And that's where the change happens. The church is not necessarily the building. The church is actually the people and that are involved in the friendships that you gain. And I look at that from a business model, just like what you said. It's about the people that you're involved with that's going to make the transformation in your life to, to bring the difference. And uh, so I, I love that you're on the same page on talking about community and really building that. And I, I want to definitely hear more. So uh, so let's talk a little bit about like what with what you do and helping people with get their message. If you had to give an entrepreneur or someone listening to this, one main thing that they can actually implement and start making an impact to grow their business, where would they start and what should they start doing now? Yeah, man. I think the one thing is they have to figure out what their limiting beliefs are, right? When they're not getting to that next level in their business, it's usually an internal limiting belief that's not allowing them to step up to that next level, whether it's limiting beliefs around money, whether it's limiting beliefs around their health, whether it's limiting beliefs about their relationships or what they bring to the table or self-worth. That's where it begins. Um, and I would say, do do some research into your life. Like, where are your limit? What are your limiting beliefs and where are they coming from? Uh, I think that's the first a great place to start. Right. And so the, the reason I'm so heavy on this limiting belief talk right now is because when COVID happened, all my limiting beliefs came flooding back because my world changed overnight. Dude, I do live events and I'm a speaker and all of a sudden it disappeared. And so now I question, like, am I good enough? Am I, am I the right person to do this? Who am I to think? All these things come flooding back. And so I decided to do some research and go, where do these limiting beliefs come from? And I realized they came from four main places. The first thing is childhood, right? It could be as something as simple as you're walking through the mall with your mom and your mom runs into somebody she went to college with and she gets super excited and her and her, and her friend embrace and they're super excited and, and little JR hides behind his mom's leg and, and the mom goes, oh, that's just JR. He's just shy. Something as simple as that can create a lifelong limiting belief inside of somebody to think that they're shy their entire life, right? So that's one place it comes from. The other one is our negative self-talk, right? You're in sixth grade, you go ask the, the girl out, will you be my girlfriend? And she says, no. And you go look in the mirror and you go, man, you're ugly. You're not, you're not attractive enough for these girls that you like. You're not, you know, you're not, you're not good looking enough. Uh, and the girl never said that. She just said no, but you go and create these own limiting beliefs on your own. The third place is society, right? Society said, because my parents were the way they were that I shouldn't have been successful. 
you know, society says that if you're a minority, you can't do certain things. Society says if you're a woman, you can't do certain things. We either we make a choice whether we accept them or we don't accept them. Right. And then the fourth thing is a subconscious limiting belief. These are usually created through massive traumas we went through in our life that we actually subconsciously bury. Uh, and we don't even know where they come from. We don't remember the moment, but it can create a lot, lifelong negative belief, which you then have to work through. And I think a good place to start is if you're ready to take that next step, if you really want to make that next leap, you have to overcome these limiting beliefs in order to become that person that you need to be in order to, to take on that next that next thing, that next whatever. And so I realized like, okay, cool. I've, I have so many limited beliefs as do many people, right? I've had Ed Milet on the show. He's worth half a billion dollars. Everybody sees him. Guess what? He's got limiting beliefs. Everybody has them. Um, and I, I've had them throughout my life and I still have them now, but I realized there's a three-step process in order to overcome these limiting beliefs, right? So like I mentioned, first you have to identify it, but then you, uh, you have to get uncomfortable, Right. In order to change the, the biography within you or, you know, all the, the new neurons and the electrons and all that stuff inside of your body, you have to get uncomfortable. You have to put yourself in a situation that makes you a little nervous. Right. And so say your limiting belief is, oh, I'm shy. I can't be a public speaker. Then you have to get uncomfortable and go public speak. Right. That's a, a great first step. The second step is surround yourself with the right people. Do you have the right people, the right community or the right partner in order to push you, support you, and do all the things you need to, to to remain positive through this tough time. And then the third one is take action because nothing works unless you do. And I realized that this very simple yet not easy process will really help you break down all those limiting beliefs and say, no, 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 I am enough. I am good enough to go do that, or I can be that person. Uh, and, and again, it's, it's not easy to do. It's very, very hard at certain times, especially mentally, um, but it's a very simple process in order to walk through those limiting beliefs and begin to overcome them. Yeah, as you're talking, I'm kind of walking through my childhood and my upbringing and figuring out like what are my limiting beliefs and and immediately it's kind of funny, but I'm thinking about like even my relationship with my wife and you know when we if we get in an argument, why do I snap or say things a certain way and from something so innocent that she must have done and it and it comes back from something from my childhood with maybe my mother or father or whatever it may be, but it's so true. But I never really. Kind of, I, I look at it from a relationship standpoint, like limiting beliefs, but I didn't really put the two together for a business. And that's kind of somewhere I probably need to start myself. So that's powerful. So if you guys are listening to this and, and you're kind of figuring out where am I stuck at, you know, let's start there. Let's, what, what are your limiting beliefs? He walks through step-by-step step what to look at and he walk, and Justin walks through like the three-step process for overcoming that. So uh, that's definitely a great place to start. So every person I bring onto our show, I like to know a little bit more about them on what is their creed. And when I say creed, it's an acronym that I created that stands for commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. And the question I ask is, what is the one thing that you are most committed to that you're going to be resilient, even through the most difficult times, showing up every single day, giving your best and having the mental and physical discipline to complete your mission? So if I ask you, Justin, what is your creed? What would you say? Yeah, man. I, you know, you sent me this question and I, and I was like, what is it? Right? Because I'm sure you have a lot of entrepreneurs on here and it's all biz a lot of times it's business driven answers but for me my, my creed is to continuously give more than I receive. Mm, okay. Um it's been the foundation for my success. It's been the foundation in my relationship success, it's been a foundation in my business success and everything else in between. Uh and so how do I make sure even in my toughest moments I'm giving more than I can receive? It's obviously to stay in gratitude right? To understand that I'm grateful for the life that I have. And even in my lowest moments, I still have more than most of the world. Uh, and so how can I give? 
right? People think immediately, like as we're having this conversation, like, oh, give more than he receives. What's he, what's he mean? Give more money? No, sometimes it's just to be a, a, an ear to listen or a shoulder to cry on or giving words of encouragement or making sure I let people know that I'm there for them. And so I actually have a process every single day to make sure that my cup is full so I can continuously give to other people, right? So I can live in this creed like you were mentioning. Um, and the, so I do four things every single day that are non-negotiables in my life, which means no matter what's going on, I make sure I execute on these four things. One is I move my body in some way, shape or form. Uh, even if it's, you know, every morning I take a three mile walk with my girlfriend, right? Even if that's the only thing I do to move my body, that's a non-negotiable. The second thing is I learn something new every single day, right? So if I'm continuously learning, I can then pour into others who need to learn what I've already learned. The third thing is I uh, do some sort of visualization practice every day. And, and my visualization practice can get pretty intense. So it's it's very, very emotionally driven. So I tie all of my senses to that visualization that I'm looking for in my life, whether it's a big goal I'm working for, or even visualizing this, this uh, interview that we're, we're doing right now. What's it look like? How, how am I going to present myself? What's it, How am I going to come across to the people? How am I going to feel? How are they going to feel? How are you going to feel? All those things. Uh, and then the fourth thing is I reach out to somebody I care about every single day uh, and I let them know that I'm thinking about them. I you know, ask them to see if I can support them in any way, shape or form. Uh, and, and I do that because it because I know that building strong relationships is the foundation. And so it sounds like it's kind of a, a, a selfless thing to reach out to people, but it's actually filling my cup every day. And so as long as my cup is full and I, and I keep it full through those four actions, I can remain being the person who gives more than they receive. Uh, and the cool part is the more I'm doing that, uh, the more I receive, which means I have then more to give. Uh, and so I would say that is, I mean, I don't even know if that's the answer you're looking for, but I would say that is my creed for sure. Yeah, there's definitely not a right answer. And I love what yours is like when you're talking about like business owners saying that everything for their creed might be leaning towards business. But for me, my personally, like my creed, honestly, is my family because that's my purpose. That's what I show up and do what I do every single day. And my mission is to making sure that I'm, I'm able to provide and lead them to the cross is ultimately what I say, which means to Jesus Christ. So when I, whenever I talk about my creed, it has nothing to do about business, but my business is what helps feeds to help take care of what my creed is. So, which is uh, really powerful. So your answer was perfect. I love it. And I love asking people what the creed is because it's always different with every single person and I never know which route they're going to take it. And uh, so it was definitely Definitely a treat to be able to hear that. And then also that you got a ritual and, and a routine to be able to overcome or help you achieve that. So awesome. You gave a ton of valuable in, uh, information for people to walk away with. And uh, if someone wanted to reach, get a hold of you, you could be part of your community or let, get to know more about your upcoming event on May 20th, I believe you're doing it, or 21st yep. that weekend. So if they want to know more about it and be able to sign up last minute or be part of your community, how do you want them to get in touch with you? Yeah, man. So uh, Instagram's a great place. It's my favorite place to hang out. So my username's at Justin T. Shank. You can see how to spell the name in the show notes because nobody ever gets it right. Um, and, and if they're interested in coming to the event here in Pennsylvania, they can go to growthnowsummit.com. At, at the time of this talk, we have about 30 tickets left and then we're sold out. Um, but that's growthnowsummit.com. But more than anything, I would love to hear from them. So reach out on Instagram uh, and you know, and, and let me know what they're working through and, and see how I can support them in any way, shape or form. Very cool. Well, there you go, guys. We'll drop the uh, his IG handle underneath this episode on Apple iTunes and uh, everywhere else that we play our podcast. 
And if you guys are interested in uh, checking out his event on May 20th, and at the time of us speaking with us, it's May 20th, 2022. But I'm sure Justin will have more uh, events and things going on in the future. Or if you want more information about his community that he's building and launching, reach out to him. So thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. I really appreciate it. This was a treat for me, and I look forward to continuing this uh, relationship. Until next time, simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at FitProFunnels. And you can also find him on Instagram at jr.spear.